0: She she called me two-faced. The things they've said about me. Well, I told her who what's going on. Raz, all the scandal. This is my time. I'm gonna do it my way. Can you believe they'd even say that Bear about me? Raz is back. back. They said I was difficult. To you are difficult. Gonna something.
1: Good morning, songbirds. It's me Rasmic Duggul. Well, I wanted to get an early start on this sleepy morning. I've already warmed up vocally and and physically. Uh Chip, how how are you enjoying your tea? No, it's it's just subtle. I, I yeah, it mint. Yes, just mint. Steeped in hot water expelling its therapeutic benefits. You know, it encourages smoother digestion, something you've been complaining non-stop about um, in the past and all of this morning as well. Well, yes, you can put some honey in it. Well, there should be some cream in the refrigerator. Why don't you just make yourself a, a pot of coffee then, darling? I, I, I really, Chip, I don't care. I don't care. You know, if you're going to complain, make the coffee and continue having bowel issues. You know, which is, it's putting it very delicately. But perhaps we should just start with answering some questions from my songbirds. You know, were there any submissions? All right, let's take a look. All right, good, 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 good. All right, let's see here. Oh, it's fairly long. All right, here we are. Hello, Miss McDougal. My name is Muffy Dilworth. My grandson, Thaddeus, has played a few episodes of your TV show for me. Um, I can hear it, but I haven't been able to get the picture on my TV. I assume the problem is on your end. You may want to speak about that with your assistant, Chet. Uh, You may not recall, but we've met. You crashed a party on my yacht, Adelaide's Lament, in the summer of 1983. Er, uh, My close-knit guests and I were dressed in our summer caftans, relaxed and ready for a beautiful evening of cocktails and illicit drugs. Uh, just before we left shore, you stumbled aboard. Uh, you were wearing isimiyaki head-to-toe, and you were as drunk as I've ever seen anyone. Your wig had turned a few degrees to the side, and the bangs only covered the left side of your face. You had lost your false eyelashes on one eye, and on the other the glue had melted completely off. When you looked around, the false eyelashes on your right eye floated atop the real eyelash, and it looked as if the caterpillar was dancing on an eyelid. You reeked of urine. Ah, right, let's see. You were quite a sight. My husband, the late Sir Thomas Dilworth, the third, appeared to notice you as well. In fact, he couldn't take his eyes off you. He insisted we leave shore with our new guest. I was wary, but no one could say no to Thomas. Apparently that includes you. I can assure you, Miss MacDougall, that I noticed every second of the 47 minutes you and Thomas were below the deck that night. Everyone else was accounted for. "'I also noticed that your remaining false eyelash "'was in Thomas's hair when you both returned. "'I've forgiven my late husband for his transgressions, "'and I bear no ill will to you, "'but I regret to inform you that my late husband "'had chlamydia and HPV. "'You should get tested for both "'if you haven't since that time. "'I'd also like to put in a request "'for Climb Every Mountain. "'It's delightful. "'Cheers, Muffy Dilworth.' Oh my my dear Murphy that that is a lot of information you know first thing in the morning really uh, i don't know i need some coffee chip can you make me some coffee yes make it an irish cream coffee i think i need i need a a bit more octane this morning if you know what i'm talking about yes i think i think we should really start filtering some of these questions before we just start recording don't you think dear well, yes, I suppose it does does make it more real, more in the moment. But we could just edit that out, you know, edit all of this out and... Muffy, I would like to say um, that it is my priority to fight for both the visual and the auditory presentation of some of my older material. You know, there was some very fine print in many of those early contracts that I cannot uh, get into with you legally. uh, But I can say that I had to make the difficult decision of having the rights to either my voice or my visual And I'm still fighting, daily. Uh, Muffy, you know, bear with me, you know. But for now, my voice will have to suffice. Um, Now, I'd like to address uh, your accusation regarding the hot summer night aboard Adelaide's Lament, which I remember quite well. I remember it quite differently, too. Your late husband, Tommy, he actually hired me to perform as a surprise to you and your friends. You know, live entertainment aboard a beautiful yacht with your nearest and dearest and a huge star. Yes, I was a bit disheveled when I arrived, but I believe it was quite an early call time, as well as daylight savings, if my memory serves me correctly. As for the 47 minutes below deck with your husband and his unfortunate diagnosis... I don't know what you're implying, darling. You know, we were simply discussing the set I was hired to perform. You know, I thought it was more of a burlesque show uh from some of the other gigs that he had hired me to do in the past. Um and there was some temporary confusion, but we were able to sort everything out. And I, I hope you ended up enjoying uh that, that afternoon, which I you know, I thought it was enjoyable. Um but I will keep you both in my thoughts and meditations. Uh, Chip, uh, this is completely unrelated, but um, I need you to make an appointment for me with Dr. Catherine Wink. Yes. Yes, Dr. Catherine Wink. All right, well, um, as per Muffy's request, uh, you know, this one actually goes out to Muffy and all those aboard Adelaide's Lament in that hot summer, um, of 1983. This is a lovely little number. Climb every
0: mountain, search high and low. I
1: That one's always a whopper, isn't it? You know, people are always asking me all the time, what's the secret? How do you keep creating? How do you keep inventing? How do you keep performing? And I always tell them the same thing. Always. It's all about making it your own. You know, I put my Raz spin on everything I do. You know, it keeps it authentic. Keeps me authentic. Keeps my blood pumping. Chip, do we have any more chirps from the songbirds? Oh, wonderful. All right, let's see who's next, shall we? Alright, here we go. Hi, Razzle. I'm so excited for your podcast. Hopefully you'll get all the kinks worked out soon. Okay. Um I know you are from Indiana, so I wanted to ask what's your favorite recipe for corn on the cob? Do you have any tricks up your sleeve? Hope this isn't too corny, Carrie Holtz. Well, hello, Carrie Holtz, darling. You know, corn will always hold a very special place in my heart. And since it is corn season, this is a wonderful question. You know, when it comes to corn, I believe less is more. You know, if you're a boiler, make sure to add a pinch of brown sugar and salt to the water. You know, you'll get a sweeter cob with candied kernels. It's really wonderful. And if you like it with a bit more char, throw some cobs right on the grill. And I know what you're all asking yourselves, to husk or not to husk. Well, that's been a hot-button issue for years. It's really divided the cop community. And I promised myself that this podcast is going to bring people together, not rip people apart. That's why I'm going to keep my husk preferences to myself. But I will tell you this. Wherever you stand on the controversial issue of husking, you must remember to soak your corn for at least ten minutes for additional moisture... And it's a helpful way to remove straight corn silk as well. Yes, I I hope that was helpful, Carrie. I wish I could say more on the matter, but frankly, I, it would be career suicide, and that's not the hill I'm going to die on today. All right, what's that chip? Oh, all right, all right. Yes, that's a that's a wonderful idea. So, if you've been listening, you know that I've I've been in a bit of a slump ever since my withered grape date. Uh, that dating service and, and sponsorship was toxic to both my overall health, as well as to this podcast. And I'd like to thank my guest last week, Vivian Montgomery, for getting me through that episode. Onward and upward, I say. Which brings us to our new sponsor. Isn't that right, Chip? Hello, songbirds. It's me, Erasmus McDougal. How many times has a loved one's birthday approached? Oh, a baby's been announced, leaving you completely baffled as to what to send. Oh, sure. One could send a tired arrangement of florals that are sure to overwhelm the senses, not to mention your pocketbook, for a gift that requires maintenance. I mean, with the recutting of stems, additions of water, adjusting the lighting conditions just so, you may as well just send them a packet of seeds and let them start from the ground up. And you want to send something a bit more personal than a gift card with some monetary amount garishly front and center, Soaps, candles, wine, it's all been done before, or has it? Songbirds, I'd like to introduce you to kebab bouquets. Well, you've all heard of palatable petals before, fruits and sweets on sticks. Well, kebab bouquets provides the main course shaped like a floral arrangement. Who likes melon? No one. But who likes Hawaiian chicken kebabs drenched in garlic ginger soy sauce? Everyone. Say hello to a newborn with a hallermy and vegetable kebab. This semi-hard cheese paired with summer veggies is sure to upstage the birth. Oh no, did the Gabers invite you over for dinner? How about showing your alliance by showing up with the rainbow Greek salmon kebabs? Sorry for your loss, you'll need comfort food. Try the loaded tater tot kebab, covered in melted cheese, bacon, chives, and drizzled with ranch dressing. They have an extensive menu. There's really something for everyone. And if you order now with the code RAS, you'll get 10% off your first order. That's right, 10%. Now, while Kebab Bouquets is incredibly proud of the quality of their food, they would like to remind you that these are made to be eaten immediately upon arrival. I can't stress that enough, songbirds. Even waiting a few hours could be deadly. Ugh, Kebab Bouquets. Gifting a kebab is gifting a smile. Chip, do we have any more questions? All right, let's see. Last one here. Hi, Raz. My name is Susie, and I'm such a big fan of yours. I'm a certified songbird, and I just joined the Songbird of the Month Club. I'm saving up to become a Goldfinch member, so maybe I'll even be able to meet you at one of the Goldfinch VIP backstage charms. If not for you, I wouldn't even know that flocks of goldfinches are called charms. So I'm learning a lot, too. All right, Susie, I'm sorry. I have to interject here. That's marvelous that you're having such a wonderful time in this club, dear. But I I know for a fact that I'm not seeing a dime from it. So I think I need to have my attorney look into this. Songbird of the month, goldfinch charms. This sounds like a pyramid scheme. All right, Susie, back to your letter. So excited about your podcast. I have a lot of questions. I hope it's okay if I ask more than one. Of course it is, darling. One, are there any songs that you would have loved to sing but that were written for men and not available to you? Do you think you would ever do a gender swap concert or album where you sing songs that were written for male characters? I get this question a lot from my songbirds, and you're right, Susie. There are a lot of wonderful things out there written for men. But you know what I say? Gender roles be damned. One of the reasons I love performing live is that I get to do it my way. I make my own rules, and I sing the songs that I connect with. Well, I love taking an unexpected song and giving it the res spin. Making it my own. I've sprinkled a number of gender-swapping songs into my past performances, but I've never done a full concert of the gender benders. I do love that idea, Susie, and I'll keep it in mind when planning my next record. All right, question number two from Susie. This is a little embarrassing, but is Chip single? How old is he? Is he cute? It's hard to meet guys my age when I'm in so many fan clubs for regal, old Hollywood types like yourself. But what can I say? I have taste. Chip, look at that. Inquiring minds want to know if you're on the market. We've never really discussed your personal life before. So, are are you single? I don't understand. No, what? Darling, what do you mean? No, yes, of course, and... Your LARP group? No, I'm talking about in real life. In real life, not your love play. But that's not a relationship, dear. Well, it's not. That's not real. No, no I understand that. And yes, I'm sure they're very important. No, I, I see your point. Yes, and you know what I say to each, to, to each his or her um. No, no. Well, I see that. Yes, of course. All right. So let me, let me, all right, so you are single in real life, as you say, but you have love agreements with three other LARPers. All right, well, I don't understand what's going on, but I I think Susie got her answer either way. Um, Oh, Susie, back to your letter. Question number three from Susie. Do you get a chance to listen to any current popular singers, like on the radio, and if so, are there any pop stars that you like right now? Thank you so much. I'm so excited that I can email you. I'm sure you are swamped with fans contacting you all the time. So I'll keep this one short. Ooh, Susie. Our definitions of short are quite different. Love your biggest fan, Susie Seidelman. Um uh, Susie, of course, Susie. You know, part of my job is staying on top of the latest industry trends, you know, familiarizing myself with all the up-and-comers. And with the interweb, it seems like so much more talent can really be explored. You know, stars are are now made overnight with a tweet or a snap grab. No more cattle calls. You know, the long lines, the endless callbacks. Years on the stage. Years on the sidelines. Waiting for the stars to align. There really is a new world out there, Susie. But, you know, I'm really happy for all of them. You know, let's see, there's there's so much young talent. You know, everyone loves Adele, you know, and and Taylor Swift, she's wonderful. Bruno Mars, he's fun, just a good time. Lizzo, wildly talented. Ariana Grande, you know, there's her voice. You know, there's a lot of promise in all of these, you know, it's all very exciting. And and I don't know if, if all of my songbirds know this, but I'm actually quite popular with the kids these days. You know, vintage is back, what's old is new. You know, people are really listening again. And I have to give credit where credit is due. Many of my resurgences over the years are due to my gay songbirds. That's right. Yes, they love to remix my music. Make it more current with a faster beat. You know, they've always been so good to me, and I was able to connect with many of them uh, the summer of my Fire Island residency. Oh, what a summer. Oh, they they put the entertainers up in this dump we nicknamed the, the litter box. Mostly because when we arrived at the start of the season, we discovered that the owner of the units had been using them over the winter as a home for his cats. Every room covered in feces. It was disgusting. Really, truly disgusting. Well, I was hired to perform six times a week at the Bloated Dolphin, and when I wasn't doing that, they wanted me out and about selling watered-down cocktails called Hannah's Havens. Oh, it was such an exhausting summer. But those... Were the days at the same time, weren't they? And I made some wonderful and strong connections with my gay fan base. They must have liked what they saw, because shortly after the season ended, dance remixes started popping up, featuring some of my old numbers. Isn't that exciting? I love hearing my voice with a fresh beat, with an update. And younger listeners were responding, you know, these remixes were a vessel for introducing me to a whole new audience. I appreciate my songbirds dearly you know you've been you've been with me through my darkest of times and, and I've entertained you hopefully through yours actually as a thank you I'd I like to play you out today with a remix done by by one of my songbirds somehow DJ Limprist was able to get his hands on a recording of a production of Annie that I did years ago at the Rattlesnake Playhouse in, in Arizona Um, He gave this song a whole new meaning, let me just say that. I really love the way he he gave it a new spin. So I'd like to present you with the song Little Girls, the Big Daddy Warbucks remix. I hope you enjoy. And songbirds, keep singing, keep singing!
0: are you just standing around here for? You're supposed to clean the bathroom and the kitchen
1: before lunch, my little pig drawings.
0: And if you skip the corners, there will be no lunch.
1: And we're not having hot mush today.
0: We're having cold mush. Little girls, little girls, everywhere I can see them. Little girls, little girls, night and day I eat, sleep and breathe them. I'm an ordinary woman with feelings. I'd like a man to nibble on my ear, but I'll admit, no man is bit. So how come I'm the mother of the year? Little cheeks, little teeth. Everything around me is little Oh little some little, is little. Um, that If I ring little necks, surely I would get an quiddle Some women are dripping with diamonds, Some women are dripping with balls Lucky me, lucky me, look at what I'm dripping with little girls
1: Daddy Wards. My god, is that thing real? Everyone should have a daddy war box. It's time for a tumble with the bundle. How I hate little
0: shoes, little socks, and each little bloomer! I'd have cracked years ago if it weren't for my sense of humor.
1: Dump shines like the top of the cross the middle daddy 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 daddy
0: Someday I'll step on those freckles Daddy daddy Some night I'll straighten those curls Daddy Someday I'll step on those freckles Daddy daddy night I'll straighten those curls Daddy Someday I'll land